At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. It is V-CIN Prime Time here on a wonderful Thursday evening from downtown Las Vegas. Circus Sports Studios, back with Sean King. What a pleasure. Hey, man. Oh. Glad to be back in my seat. I yeah. was getting DMs from people. Hey, did they cancel Prime Time? And I was like, <laughs> absolutely not. No, I'm back. The trooper on Follow the Money I'm the here. last three days. Yes, uh, Paulie and Mitch, who uh, anchor our... I guess top show, Follow the Money, is, is our top show here at Visa Network. They both took a well-deserved vacation. So I was hosting last week with Stormy, uh, this week with Tim. Tim has a couple more days hosting Follow the Money. He'll be back Monday. I get the good pleasure of being with my good friend and great host in his own right, Ben Wilson, oh, here for the you. next two days. So, yeah, no, they didn't cancel primetime, okay? No, we're back on a normal schedule. They uh, got yes, all so- kind of DMs, Ben. I was, I was not in the DMs, all right? Uh, yeah. Tim, Tim Murray remains on uh, the morning show for the next couple of days. I'm Ben Wilson, though. I'm, we, we, we hold down the fort. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, Eric Eager is going to join us this hour, uh, by the way. Now, if it's Sumer Sports, Eric will give his thoughts on all this latest draft movement going on with the, with the betting markets, even though we're still about two months away from the NFL draft. So as much as I know that that's an early wake-up call, Sean, mm-hmm. would you rather have the early wake-up call get up at what? What's that wake-up call? So, follow money, for those that don't know, is 7 to 10 Eastern time, which means it's 4 to 7 a.m. here. I absolutely hated it 2.45 a.m., but I love it at 7 a.m. So, it's kind of like the gift and the curse. I don't like it because it kind of really takes away my ability to hang out and smoke cigars into the wee hours Mm. of the morning. But it also gives me a day to really, like, get a whole lot done. So it's kind of like the good, the yin, the bad, the yang. But, I mean, hey, listen, having a job in this climate is an awesome thing. So I'm not complaining. I love prime time. I'm glad to be back in my slot. Let's rock. Let's let's do it. Would you rather, then? Would you rather wake up at 2.45 a.m. every day, Monday through Friday, for the rest of your life? Or three-day darkness retreat? Yeah, I thought it was four days actually with Aaron Rodgers. And listen, the okay, way he's four day the way retreat. he's played in the last game of the season for the Packers the last three years, he might should extend it to a week. I mean, if you're gonna go four days, why not go seven? I mean, that's kind of the deal now, right? He has an MVP regular season, then he has a I should not be paid anywhere near what I'm compensated at from a level standpoint postseason. So maybe that's part of the problem is he hadn't figured out how to finish yeah. the actual race. Like so, maybe Aaron instead of four days do a full seven. 
Maybe the instead advice. of MVP regular season, have an MVP <laughs> postseason. The advice uh, from the yeah. former quarterback, right. John Kick. I mean, that's why I'm not a big fan, and I know it's our first segment in Bettable yeah. or Forgettable or in the A block. But I'm not a big fan of, of, of what it would take to acquire Aaron Rodgers. I, I just – he hadn't been able to get it done in Green Bay. What would change? Because it's not a lack of talent. I think it's a lack of – I think it's a tone deafness that Aaron has been. I, I think mm-hmm. he's so – consummated in his individual pursuit of individual goals that he forgets that he plays a team sport. If he was in tennis, I think he'd be much better than what he's been in the last decade as a player in a team sport. Now, individually, hey, MVP. Well, he's a good golfer. Another, another. Yeah, uh, I like that. Specific, I'm a little jealous about that. Uh, I we, love aren't to, we aren't I we? I love to play Pebbles Pro. And by the yeah. way, I'm probably a better golfer than Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. So here's me selling myself. If you guys want an <laughs> affable, personable, great golfer next year for the Pro Am at Pebble Beach, your boy is available. I'm also available, but I'm not. I know that I'm not going to be on anybody's shortlist. So I'll let you just make your make your case. From the betting implication, Points Bet is a book that has now put the, these numbers up post. Darkness retreat, where the Raiders are a favorite, minus 167. You have the Jets at plus 140. Then it's a bunch of long shots. I don't know how anybody with a working brain would sit here and say, you know what's a smart idea to tie up my money in a, in a decision out of a guy who was just in complete darkness for 72 hours and has shown zero ability to put himself in a team-first environment over the past, if we talk, you know, let's just talk last 180 days, really, for the second half of the Packers season then on. Why would you, why would you put yourself at the mercy of, Aaron Rodgers, the guy who seems to change his mind based on how the ESPN.com headlines change so, from day to day. So that's ben, my that's my Ben, view. here's what's interesting. The only team, in my opinion, that should be seriously having internal discussions about Aaron Rodgers is a team that's kind of in the space that the Los Angeles Rams were two years ago. They had a quarterback, Jared Goff. Raiders had a quarterback, Derek Carr. The difference is the Rams already had First ballot Hall of Famers on defense, and Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, like their defense was elite. They had they needed a quarterback to take Cooper Cup and the rest of those offensive guys to the next level. The problem with me for the Raiders as the destination for Rodgers, why I would never lay a dollar and sixty-seven cent for this. They got the worst defense in the division. They got a bottom half defense in the AFC. They have to figure out what to do with Josh Jacobs. If you bring Aaron Rodgers and that cap over, that cap number over, can you now franchise Jacobs? Are you going to let Jacobs walk? What are you going to do on the offensive line? They're the worst offensive line in the division. So they have some major deficiencies. They're not just a quarterback away. If you're doing it because you want to sell tickets or be relevant before the season starts, I get it. But if building a championship-caliber team that's built for the long haul is the ultimate goal, then I don't think the move for Aaron Rodgers is the right one. How can you look at the the coaching situation too with Josh McDaniels, who was a failure in Denver, who was who looked like a guy just pulled fresh out of water, who really looked lost for the majority of the season for Las Vegas, and say with a with a quarterback like Rodgers, who is so needy and individualistic, to say, oh yeah, that that marriage is just going to naturally work out for a head coach and quarterback who are very very different on the surface. To me, here's the problem with the. Um... Matt Patricia's, Joe Judge's, Josh McDaniels of the world. They had so much success doing it the Patriot way. I don't know that the Patriot way is capable of winning a championship in 2023 and on. Brady made the Patriot way possible. The established veterans that they had on that team made the Patriot way possible. I don't know that these younger players who I've had the privilege of coaching, you know, mm-hmm. because I was in the coaching the last four years at the college level down at University of South Florida. I don't know that they react to the same kind of constraints. I don't know that they buy in to the same kind, to the same level as those groups did. And so finding a Tom Brady is almost impossible. So I just think that Josh has to be willing to bend a little to evolve, pivot. One of the reasons Derek Carr isn't there, I'm completely convinced, is because I don't think him and Josh ever really got along. That's why I do think at the end of the day, if you can find odds on Jimmy Garoppolo to be the opening day starter for the Las Vegas Raiders, I think that's the play you have to try and make because Garoppolo knows Josh, Josh knows Jimmy. And that's huge, the way that this team is currently and organizations currently constructed. Patriot way since 2020. 
25 and 25. Yeah, Brady went and found the Buck way and found a way to the championship, but yeah. the Patriot way hadn't been working. So if there was like if there was a way where you could bet this and and there was actually an option for the Packers like way way down as a long shot on the points bet option, it's the bets are just voided. Like, is there a part of me that thinks Rodgers just loves being in the spotlight and he's basically pulling a page out of his old mentor, Brett Favre's yeah. book of just try to be relevant, as relevant yeah. as possible, even if gonna, he doesn't know? I think he's going to do this every year and then stay in Green Bay and make that's, everybody there miserable. That's kind of my thought. There's not one Green Bay game you watched last year that was a nationally televised game and they look like they were having fun. I mean, I look, look at the receivers every time the ball hits the ground. They look miserable. I mean, that's been happening for Five years now, yeah. really. I, I Look, I've lived through this growing up in Wisconsin. When, when Brett Favre went through this whole charade, it is unbelievable to me, Sean, just how similar. If you just look at the timeline, how we are now going on, on this path. Remember, there were Favre started doing this in 2005. Mm-hmm. He was quarterback until 2008. And remember, in 2005, it was not yet viewed as a guy who was totally washed and over the hill. He, it was viewed that Favre still had a couple of good years left. It was just, did he, did he want to keep playing for a team that was at that point in a rebuild coming off a 4-12 and season. This is now th- like th- the third year running where you look at, Rod- at Rodgers and you say, where's he going to play next you know, year? I'll, Nobody knows. I'll be honest, Ben. It's a great distraction for the two teams that I think you should go out and get futures on right now. And that's the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions. When you look at Detroit, who had a chance to make the playoffs going into the last game, you look at Seattle that made the playoffs, both of these teams have a core group of guys that are younger, and by that I mean that they're only going to be better next year than they were this year, and they both have multiple first-round picks and cap space. So these are two teams that you should jump on right now. Detroit Lions and Seattle Seahawks to win next year's Super Bowl. I'm looking at the... uh, List of the Lions right now are 25 to 1, and the Seahawks, I'm waiting for them to pop up. They're deeper. Are 70, 70. to 1. They're, so yeah. a 25 to 1 and a 71 opportunity on a future bet, and just tuck it away. But while, while everybody's distracted by, is Aaron Rodgers going to be traded? Where is Derek Carr going to go? Uh, are the Ravens going to ultimately give in and give Lamar what he wants? These are two teams that don't really have to make a whole lot of huge moves to take the next step. Yeah. And they both have multiple first-round picks and cap space. So the Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks are the two teams right now that I think have the least to do to get to where their uh, ultimate mm-hmm. destination is. And I know people, well, what about the Eagles? Well, get they just lost, lost both coordinators. They have about 10 guys, prominent players, that are free agents. They're going to keep some of them, not all of them. So there's going to be some transition there in Philly. And I don't know if there's anybody else in the NFC that even really scares me. I mean, Dallas has the same Dak problems that they've had since they paid him that big money. Nobody really believes that Minnesota's for real, even though they're coming off of a 12-13 win. Like, when you look at the NFC, it's a great opportunity now to buy into Seahawks and Lions, in my opinion. You could make the case both of those quarterbacks finished the year as top three guys in the NFC. Yeah, Jared Jared Goff and and Geno Smith. Geno Smith's going to get paid. He'll be comfortable. Right, so you're imagining, is it tag or contract that Seattle goes with? Uh, I would imagine that they want to do like a – I would imagine Geno and Daniel Jones ultimately, if if New York doesn't cave, I would think that Daniel Jones and Geno, even though there's a discrepancy in age, to me they're around the same level as far as what I'd be willing to compensate a quarterback that I think is talented – but uh, still, I think, can get better, but has to prove it. Right. Franchise tag window. Open now through March 7th. We expect those decisions to happen pretty late uh, in the process. Geno Smith, though, you're coming off a career year. Yeah. And you just like, you just backed up playing on a one-year deal. You're worth. And don't buy Baltimore futures. Don't buy Lamar's Baltimore Lamar's played futures. his last game as a Raven. Wow. It's a big statement. I'm kind Huge. of surprised to hear you say that. We will, we will explore that topic a little bit later in the show. Up next... Eric Eager stops by our good pal talking all things NFL draft. Maybe we'll get an XFL pick from Eric tonight. Thursday night football, baby. Battle Hawks and Sea Dragons. That's right. We're just getting started here on a Thursday edition of VEASAN Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM. State-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 Hundred. We are presented by BetMGM here on Prime Primetime. And Sean King is back into a normal sleep schedule, which we're most happy about. Honestly. I am ecstatic Honestly. about that. Also um, back with my guests. I miss all my guys. And back with the great Eric Eager. Uh, so Eric doing multiple duty today on, uh, on, on the morning show, Follow the Money, with Tim and Stormy. Now he joins us right now. Uh, Eric, even though it's this quote-unquote NFL offseason, I mean, man, there's still so much to talk about here. First off, Anthony Richardson has been that name now for 24 hours from 100 to 1 to 7 to 1 at BetMGM to be the first uh, overall pick. I can tell what Sean believes on this. Oh how do you uh, how do you analyze that that quick surge in the draft stock there on Richardson overnight it seems? Well, I, I think a lot of people want to make the comparison to Mahomes, right? Because he's got that like kind of wiry arm, you know, the the rubber arm and he's got the the, the size and the speed and um you know, he really does have a lot going for him. Um, and, and he's a contrast to Will Levitz, right? I think Will Levitz is a player who has similar, um, you know, ability, but had similar production last year. In fact, I think Levitz was worse than Richardson as far as production was, uh, concerned last year, but, um, you know, everybody's looking for that high ceiling guy. They've, they've seen years of, you know, the Mac Joneses and the, uh, of the worlds that like they can come out and play well early. Um, but they don't offer you that like Mahomes type player. Um, when, when it when you know push comes to shove, and that's really what you need uh, to win you know long term in this league. And they look at C.J. Stroud, um, I think probably unfairly, and think that he's kind of more of a, a high floor, low ceiling guy. They look at Bryce Young and his size, and I think they're they're looking for an alternative there. I like Anthony Richardson. I just think you know he's probably you know better suited to be more like the tenth to fifteenth pick in the draft mm-hmm. than he is to be a top pick. Um, but I like him, and I, I understand the steam coming around him, but uh, I think it's a little bit, given that there are alternatives like Stroud and like Young, uh, I, I think it's a little bit heavy-handed. Yeah, I'll be honest. I like Anthony Richardson, too, if I'm going to be the future quarterback of a current NFL team. If I'm the current quarterback, Eric, I don't like Anthony Richardson that much, but I mean head coach because he's going to get you fired. Like, he's not a first-round quarterback because he's not even close to being capable of executing a system consistently, especially in the pass game. And I say this because I've been on the print side of the media as well. And here's what's happened with the mock drafts. There was a time when you did maybe two in the, <laughs> before you did the final one. Now, because people are looking for content, guys are on like their fourth and fifth mocks already. 
So they've run out of putting Bryce Young first. So now you get this momentum like, okay, the same thing happened last year with Malik Willis this time of year. Oh, Malik Willis is 6-7-1. I was, I was no way possible. There's no way you can watch the film for Anthony Richardson. Listen, he's a super talented player, but there's no way you can watch that film and say he's a first-round worthy quarterback. Like, it's just, it's just not there. Like, even the plays that, that are spectacular are not necessarily within the scheme of what they're doing. Now, every now and then, you know, you'll find a throw where he sits in the pocket, throws the ball on time with anticipation, but it's very, very rare, and they're few and far between. So I hope people don't go out and waste their money on, on Anthony Richardson to, to be the number one pick in the draft, because I promise you that's not happening. Well, I think, Sean, like one of the things that is also true as well is like, you know, that pandemic offseason where all we had to bet on for a few months was draft props, right? And and people want that as well. And like, I, I think it's a super compelling um, betting exercise because we sort of know the truth, right? Like the truth is like the team that's picking first, assuming Chicago keeps their pick, knows who they're picking, right? And, um, you know, unlike a football game where, you know, for example, tonight's game, we don't know what's gonna happen, right? You know, the things bounce in certain way. And, and it's a super interesting betting exercise. I do think betting has contributed also to the mock draft drafticization of uh, this process but you're right I mean look the the one thing though I will say in defense of Richardson being a first round pick is that fifth year option does have a lot of value we've seen it with Hertz uh, I think if you know the Eagles in hindsight would have rather picked Hertz in the back half of the first round and had that fifth year option as opposed to having to go to the table now with him uh, for an extension so that's just something to think about when it comes to quarterbacks you do want that guy in round one versus round two because of the CBA now that gives a fifth-year option to a team that selects a guy in round one versus round two. Again, Eric Eager joins us right now at Eric Eager underscore. It's where you find him, formerly of PFF, now at Sumer Sports. Check out Sumer. the Sumer Sports show uh, on, on all the podcast platforms with Thomas Dimitrov, the former uh, Falcons GM. Uh, you guys, I know you guys were just talking in your last show about this franchise tag window that we're now in. Goes through now until March 7th. Sean next to me here says Lamar Jackson has taken his last snap as a Baltimore Raven. Uh, what's what's your guys' intel on what the Ravens are going to do there with this franchise tag window now open? Yeah, I I think that they're still deciding. Um, I I there's a good there's a good chance that they they you know give him the exclusive tag and you know things go poorly there and he's traded. I also think that there's a decent chance they not exclusive tag him for 32 million and make some other team negotiate with him. I think the 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 hard part is obviously Lamar wants a fully guaranteed deal because of um you know what Deshaun Watson got and you know if you're the Ravens you're the only bad guy right now right you're the only one that won't give him that if you give him the non-exclusive tag and allow other teams like the Jets and the Falcons and the Raiders uh Patriots commanders even uh maybe a team like Chicago if they move on from fields I don't think that they will make some other team tell Lamar hey you're not getting the fully guaranteed deal um that would maybe absolve you of a little bit of the blame in this interaction between player and team um but I, I agree with Sean I, I don't know if we see a resolution here and I and um I'm kind of excited because I, I love the you know I like the Ravens I like a lot of people in that building but it'd be fun to see Lamar in a different uniform just for the content here's the issue I think uh, and I'll be interested to get your opinion, Eric. Lamar is stuck in the middle of something that he can't control. Uh, Steve Biscotti and the Ravens organization view themselves as one of the elite organizations in the National Football League, right there with the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, right there with the Chiefs. I mean, teams that do it the right way, year in and year out. And they happen to be in a division with the team from Cleveland that's owned by Mr. Haslam. And they don't think that that's a good organization. They don't think that Cleveland makes good decisions. And Cleveland went out and gave Deshaun Watson a fully guaranteed deal. And the Ravens have decided we are not going to allow a bad organization to create and shape the market for how we compensate our employees. And he's stuck in the middle of this. Because he's looking at it like, I'm better than Deshaun. And if that's what he's got, regardless of if you like or dislike it, that's now the market. Uh, I agree. And I think that if the if the Ravens want to make such a stance that they have to let their player go. Now they do have two years of franchise tag ability. So let me, let me interrupt one, one point that I want to make about this franchise tag. And here's why I think what Lamar did by not holding out last year really was smart. They cannot fine him if he doesn't sign it. Right. Unlike yep. last year where he had a year left on his deal where they can fine him for not showing up. He can just say, I'm not signing it, and basically do what he did when he went to Cincinnati for the playoff game. You know, not be around, not be available. 
No, that's 100% true. It happened with Orlando Brown with the Chiefs. He sat out about a week. He kind of scared them a little bit. I uh, ended up realizing that what they would have had without a left tackle. Um, you know, ultimately, the Chiefs didn't, still didn't sign him to a long-term deal. But you're right. That is the one instrument that teams have, obviously. But it's all. But the player has, uh, you know, can, can come back over the top and not actually show up. So, um, so, you know, so, so let me interject one more time because I want to figure out how we can monetize this because I think we're on the same line as far as, like, the parameters of the Ravens uh, Jackson situation. Give me your top three landing spots if this gets to the point of no return for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I would say Atlanta is a big one. I think Atlanta, maybe Carolina. Um, and, you know, so then you're basically saying who's going to win the NFC South because wherever he goes in the NFC South, that team's winning the division. And then um, I think a sneaky one is Chicago. I think Chicago could be one where uh, Baltimore wants to reset the clock with a younger quarterback like Justin Fields, who kind of is a similar player, not quite as good as Lamar, obviously. Um, I do think I do think that Chicago is a sneaky one um, that, that people aren't considering. They're, was Todd uh, Munkin in, at Georgia when Fields was there? Did he come after Fields had left for Ohio State? Because people forget question. Fields I, committed and went to Georgia initially yeah. out of high school. Monken was the offensive coordinator in, in Cleveland in 2019 with Freddie Kitchens. Okay, gotcha. And so I think, yeah, so I don't think they their paths crossed. No, no, no crossover quite. At least the Jets right now are the favorites. If you look at points bet at plus 350, but I mean, for how, Lamar? how could you really take those numbers seriously? I don't know how you can, at least as of right now. Final minute, Eric, there's an XFL game tonight. You're mm. our favorite CFL handicapper of the summer. What are you doing with St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Sea Dragons in week two of the XFL? Well, Sean King is my favorite backup quarterback of all time because he also <laughs> started and was great. Uh, he also played for the Bucks. My other, you know, my second favorite is Bruce Gradkowski, my friend uh -huh. who used to work with me at he's PFF. The OC. Also, he's the offensive coordinator for the St. Louis Battlehawks. They are getting four tonight. Uh, that's the that's where my heart is tonight. It is with my is with my guy Bruce, uh, as well as a former uh, Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback. The pride hey, of Bruce, the Toledo Bruce had a couple great, uh, and it got, when he replaced Jamarcus Russell in Oakland, remember back in 2009, had a couple it's, great fill and starts upsets. I, I still remember those very well. Eric, you're great to catch up with you, man. I appreciate the time as always. Thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. Good stuff, E. Battlehawks plus four over the Sea Dragons tonight. Nice. That's what we're talking about. Speaking of plays, we have some plays to give out. Puckstradamus is back when we return. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe. Eric Eager has made his pick. The St. Louis Battlehawks plus four tonight, kicking off the XFL Week 2 slate against Seattle. That is a 9 p.m. Eastern kick, so it'll start right as we go off the air, Sean King. And uh, you're, not, you're now doing your deep dive, so I'll give you a couple hours here to, to, to decide what you officially want to it, do. You know, it's interesting. Um, it's Week 2. Because you could, like, consider this as a letdown spot, you know, because of the emotional win that the Battlehawks had last second, Austin Pro. Uh, At the son Alamo of Ricky Dome Pro, last week, yeah. uh, you know, catching the winning touchdown, and you know, Anthony Beck, good friend of mine. I got a lot of friends on the Battlehawk staff, so yeah. I, I want to believe in them, but it, it could be a potential letdown. This spot. is my thing. For, I just got to think through it a little more. For these new leagues like the XFL, for people doing the power ratings, right. it's not like I, you know, not like I'm going to sit here and say guys have no idea what they're doing. But how can you legitimately sit there and say? Team A is four points better than Team B, considering home field is very, very minimal. All the teams are based in Dallas. They're all flying out the day before the game and have very a very similar setup this early. How can you really say, now, granted, three points is no longer a key number because the XFL has the three-point conversion you can attempt, the two-point conversion Game's as well. Never and, over. You, and you can go, right, you yes. go for it. On, you, can, you can have a fourth and 15. You can go for it instead of an onside kick. So I understand that. But how can you really feel this early in a, in a very random league with so little known that you could have a team as significantly favored as, as four, like Seattle is? That's my thing. Yeah, I think I would take the points. I'm still kind of 
not necessarily an expert on the rule adjustments, but there were some things that I thought made the game extremely interesting and competitive, especially late in the fourth quarter. I would love for the NFL to actually look at the idea of allowing a team to not onside kick, but to go for it. That was great. And yeah. as a fourth and 15, from what was the yard lines of the 35, their mm-hmm. own 35 or something? And that, I think that's fascinating. Like, that's yeah. one rule change that I would love. I well, don't the really... conversion rates are, are end up being about the right. same. Right. So it's, it's, even though people think, wait, that's a gimmick. But no, the conversion rates are, are and it creates more excitement. Yeah. I'm all for that. Um, I don't like the kickoff thing. Yeah, I think that's just, that yeah. don't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Where nobody can move mm-hmm. until the guy catches right. it. Yeah. Take yeah. They, they can. Pack that one back away. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're trying out a lot of different things. Uh, so that's how the XFL slate kicks off for tonight. One game on the week two slate. Then they'll have uh, one on Saturday, a doubleheader on Sunday for the week two uh, slate right now. As far as our plays for tonight, there's only one game that has already gotten underway. That's on the college uh, hardwood here for tonight where <laughs> man, Penn State is, is catching points at Ohio State. Wow. Ohio State laying two and a half or three. It has been a disastrous year for Chris Holtman and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Well below 500. I would just say the last time Penn State was in a similar spot like this, where you viewed them, you know, they're well outside the bubble now because they've had a couple bad losses, but they went to Nebraska in a similar spot where you felt like, okay, got to have it win to salvage any hopes of an at-large, and they completely laid an egg uh, on the road against a Nebraska team that's at least been much more game and live at home this year. I forget oh. exactly what game it was, but Ohio State played a game maybe two Saturdays ago, and they literally might have been the worst offensive <laughs> basketball team I've ever watched in my life. And that includes, like, my two-year-old and his team. Like, they were awful. And it's not been pretty. Yes, they're, they're, uh, they're not a very good basketball 12 team. 12 losses in 13 yeah. games for Ohio State. I think they State. had, like, 14 or something at the half. Like, you were, it was was really that the bad. game last Sunday? They lost, they scored 41 and a loss to Michigan State? At yeah, that, yes, yes. That was the game? Yes, yeah. yes, pretty bad. So, I look – playing two and a half, three, and, and the game now is now just underway from Value City Arena in Columbus. I don't know why you would want to get involved with the game. That's why we didn't bring it up in the first half hour. Right? There, there's no in, no good conscience could I make uh, I could just I make think, a play. I, I will say it's an automatic this. fade, but of course they'll probably come out and put up 80 today. Some kind of way Florida put up 70-something last night without the one, uh, yeah. one of two players that averaged double-digit points for them on the season. So I'm definitely far from being like, a college yeah. basketball expert. I don't, we well, see. I don't know how you approach it this time of year. I find myself in these this, this quote-unquote dog day stretch of college basketball where you, you can tell a lot of teams have mm-hmm. that one eye ahead to the conference tournament and March Madness in general. Outside of the teams that are right on the bubble and are desperate every single game. Mm-hmm. And then you have the teams that are obviously playing out the string, are not going to be a part of the tournament, and it creates for some very high variance. Virginia goes to Chestnut Hill last night and gets the doors blown off against a bad Boston College team. A terrible Boston College team. I mean, and yeah. that, that is happening every single night. A road games in college basketball? I mean, just, I don't know what you could do to get me to bet with a road team in college basketball right now. Like, the, the amount of times that I'm willing to do that are so few and far between. I, I mean, how many times? What's the biggest trend in college basketball right now? Unranked home team favored over a, road, a ranked opponent. Yeah. Right. That the, the disparity from gym to gym, especially in conference, is huge. I, I just I don't know what it is about that age group on the road, different rims, different background. But I mean, the home team always has a shot, no matter who they are or who they're playing. It's amazing how that uh, that has worked. We'll talk about some of the marquee games a little bit later. Uh, as far as the Power Five conferences, most of that those games start uh, well later. It's mostly all small conference games that start at that seven o'clock Eastern window. For our plays, though, heading into tonight, mm-hmm. Puck Stradamus is back. Yep. What what are you uh, what are you liking tonight on the ice? So uh my big, big play, and I have three plays. My big play is Rangers puck line. Mm. I, I just think this is a great spot for the Rangers. They're coming off of a game that they lost where they outshot, I think it was Winnipeg, 51 to 21. They outshot Winnipeg by 30 shots on goal and lost 4-1. to one. So I just think this is a, a great bounce-back spot for the Rangers. I think Shostevskin will be at his best. Also, Detroit, who's been playing better. This is another angle that I like to f- track and follow as I bet hockey. 
When a team comes back off a lengthy road trip, I like to fade them in their first game back home. And that's what this is for yep. the Detroit Red Wings. First game back home off a lengthy road trip, I get what I think is going to be a very focused Rangers team. I went ahead and played the puck line in this game. If that's a little too much for you, you can always play the game in regulation or you can just play it on the money line. But I think the Rangers win, and I think they win handily. You can get as high, just look, looking at my updated odds board, as high as plus 170. Yeah, I like on, it. Uh, on puck I line like there. It. For the Rangers, they get Ville Husso. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, that's the, the Red Wings net miner tonight. Yara Halak back between the pipes uh, for the New York Rangers. Uh, you, you think about where, you know, I, some of, it's interesting. Some of these teams, we have the trade deadline now about a week and a half away, and you have a team like, you know, the Blackhawks, who all of a sudden have won three, four straight. They, yeah, they come I back still don't from know down. How they came back from, they down, down from 3 0 yeah, last night. Crazy. So it, even though, you know, look, the, the chalk has been very, very up and down depending on, on, the, on the time of year, but you have to be selective. And that's, I like what you're doing there. Uh, another another chalk angle yeah, you're looking at. I like at the New Jersey Devils. The Devils, the Devils right. have been hot. You know, they're at home. They're coming off of a terrible loss. A terrible loss to what's an awful Montreal yeah. Canadian team. How about this? The Devils haven't lost back-to-back home games since December. So this isn't a team that's accustomed to losing twice at home in a row. So I think the Devils uh, bounce back versus the Kings. So listen. I, I I know, you know, they're professional athletes, but you can't get much farther from L.A. than Jersey. I mean, it's a long, long way away from each other. So I think the Devils get this handled. I played the Devils on the money line. And my last play is the Minnesota Wild. They're coming with a three-game win streak. They're going up against the Columbus Jackets. Listen, all the Columbus Jackets wants to do, get the season over, so they can get back to Vegas, hang out with my guy Wilbo and me here at mm-hmm. Circle, and have a good time. <laughs> the Wild are trying to continue to climb the ladder and get higher and higher as a seed for the play. So I played the Wild to win in regulation. So Puckstradamus is three plays. Minnesota Wild in regulation. New Jersey Devils on the money line. And the New York Rangers on the puck line. Let's go 3-0. and Let's have us tonight. Puckstradamus back in prime time. Let's get hot. Avalanche have to be careful in that central. They're tied with the Wild for the that third divisional seed. You could you could potentially see the Avs fall into a wild card. They just have yet to really find their their full form like we saw last year. I don't believe in Dallas. Edmonton has me in goal. I still think it's the Avs <laughs> conference to lose. <laughs> I mean, the way you, when you put it that yeah, way. Calgary's not trustworthy. Like, that's the thing about the West. The, the, the NHL is so stacked in the Eastern Conference this year. I mean, I think the top four teams in hockey are all in the East. Bruins, Hurricanes, Lightning, and then you can make a case that the Maple Leafs, based on their record, are there. I'm not a big fan That's of Samsonoff or Murray, but uh, I just, the East is loaded. I mean, the t- the you look at the top, it's the top six teams in the East have more points than the top team in the West. That's yeah. where we're at right now. Uh, my play, this was I made this a couple days ago. I was calling college baseball over the weekend in Arlington. Nice. Season opening tournament. All the Blue Bloods were there. TCU, 40-1 to to win the College World Series. They came out and obliterated both Vanderbilt and Arkansas, who are two of the favorites to win it all in Omaha this year. Scored 29 combined runs. It's a, it's a legit top 10 team. They have b- ballooned in the rankings. They're now ranked sixth in the country, TCU is. You can still find that at 40-1. to I know for our friends on the East Coast, you can find that in a couple shops at 50-1, to which I'm very jealous at. Uh, some books have started to cut that down as low as 20-22-1. to Some 25-1s out there, but... That's a TCU team that is going to be in the mix come early June. So you mean TCU's going to the college football playoff and football and the College World Series in baseball? Uh, I like it. It's a big year to be I a like Wayne Frog. They who knows about the basketball? They down there in Fort uh, Worth. They, they must have. But who knows about the basketball team, too? Not, not a bad squad either. Uh, that's my play. 40-1 to 1 for TCU to win the College World Series. When we come back, let's go back to the ice. Our guy Nick Alberga joins the show here on Prime Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Prime Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any NHL game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion. Place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any NHL game. And if you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Back with the former NFL quarterback, Sean King. I'm Ben Wilson in for Tim Murray. Uh, shocker that uh, Ohio State, you know, lost 12 of 13, and now they're somehow at least finding some offense. They've scored 13 and, and, points in six minutes already. What? And Ben, what's terrible about it is they couldn't pick a worse time to be terrible because Bronny has them in his final three. But there's no yeah. way he's going to play for this group yeah. of Buckeyes, man. Uh, that's a good point. Penn State 15, <laughs> Ohio State 13 in the, the main college basketball game. That is, that's the only game actually on right now with the, uh, the slightly earlier tip time. We transition, though, though, to the ice, talking some NHL with Nick Alberger, who joins us right now from Toronto, host of uh, Leafs Morning Take on the Nation Network. And, uh, Nick, great to have you back on uh, the show here. You, you, you like it? So, Puckstradamus, you, you want to recap your uh, your three plays here? Throw them right at Nick. Okay, Sean, yeah, so Sean's Puck, coming in Puck hot Puck today, Nick. He's three ready to plays go. Of the night. Uh, I love the Rangers tonight coming off of a game against the Jets where they thoroughly outplayed the Jets. And sometimes the puck just doesn't bounce your way. 30 more shots on goal. They still lost 4-1. A great opportunity for them to bounce back. The Red Wings actually have been playing better, Nick, but mm-hmm. this is like an angle that I like. When a team comes off an extended road trip, I like fading them in their first home game back. So I'm going to do that tonight. I took the Rangers on the puck line. I think they get it done. I have the Devils tonight uh, trying to bounce back from a terrible loss to the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, they haven't lost back-to-back games at home since December. So I think the Devils get her done. Kings a long way from home. I like the Devils on this one. And the last game, I took the Wild in regulation. Listen, they're on a three-game winning streak. Columbus is just trying to play the shoe out, get to the offseason, have some fun, come back and regroup and start again next year. Lord Puckstradamus, uh, I'm with you on all three fronts. Uh, I, I'm happy you brought up the angle about uh, fading a team that comes home after a long road trip because that's exactly what I did the other night when Buffalo played Toronto. Uh, the Sabres were out for three games out in California, and they got absolutely tuned in that game 6-3. So that's an excellent angle. But I'm right there with you. Like It's a very curious conversation when it comes to the Eastern Conference because you look at Detroit, and suddenly they have life. And you'll see a lot of Detroit next week, by the way. They have five games. We call that the... Uh, the golden schedule, the golden unicorn of fantasy schedules next week for Detroit. So we're going to find out rather quickly if they're real or not. That's a that's a very interesting week there to be a, a Red Wing fan. Uh, as we, we look forward to the trade deadline, week from Friday, 3 p.m. Yeah. Eastern, if you're looking at the futures market right now, which or two, which team or two stands to benefit the most from the guys that could be on the move here at trade deadline time? So the way I'll answer this, and it sounds like things could be percolating, by the way, one of my favorite words, but the New York Rangers has intrigued the hell out of me. I know they're at plus uh, 700 on your screen right now, and obviously they make the Tarasenko deal a couple weeks ago, but the big news in the hockey world is Patrick Kane. 
Still with Chicago, future Hall of Famer, 92 points last year, uh, has 10 points in his last four outings. Yeah, if coming off of a hat trick, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he was tremendous last night. He had two and one at a Hattie against the Leafs. Like, he he's been incredible, pretty much flexing his muscle the last week, saying, "Hey, uh, I'm here. Listen to me," kind of thing. And the rumors are starting to pick up that the Rangers, believe it or not, could still be involved. So I think you look at that price for the Rangers, and I think it's only going to escalate from here. You know, if it's not Kane, I think they're going to go after somebody else. So they stick out for me. Um, I don't know about the value when it comes to Boston or Carolina. I think they're mm-hmm. you know, they're valued out at this point. I, I wouldn't sleep on Tampa either. The Dallas Stars are a great conversation. And Edmonton possesses the guy who's going to win the Hart Trophy this season and Connor McDavid, among others, including Leon Draisaitl. I like the depth in that team. And a lot will uh, depend on what they do over the next week here uh, leading up to the deadline. Well, you mentioned a team that's going to win it all, and uh, that's the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> and I stand by this, and people think it's just because I'm from St. Petersburg. That's my yeah. team. The only reason Tampa didn't win their third Stanley Cup in a row last year was because Braden Point got hurt. And Braden mm-hmm. is like that next level, like speed on the ice, like explosive, like one-on-one player that they missed, you know, because they're a rock-solid couple uh, Hall of Fame caliber players, uh, offense and defense, elite goalie. Like, he was the difference in winning and losing their third cup. He's healthy now. I just think they're in a great spot. They don't fear the Bruins. They don't fear the Hurricanes. I still think the Rangers are a year away. You talk me out of Tampa. I really can't. Like, I was going to preface this answer by saying I actually have a signed Lightning jersey on my wall to the left here. Uh, (laughs) Love Johnny Cooper. He's an absolute legend. I used to do some work for the Lightning. I think I'd throw into the conversation, yeah, they're going to likely play the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round. And, you know, the, the Leafs are a joke when it comes to getting out of the first round. They are a literal joke. It's been 18 years since they won a playoff round, and they haven't won a cup since 1967. But I, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a really, really difficult series. And I think in general, the pathway in the Eastern Conference, it, it's going to be a dogfight, fellas. I just think you look at how many teams are legit contenders in my world. You start with the Boston Bruins, who are in the Atlantic Division, who, you know, the winner of the Tampa-Toronto series would have to go through. So uh, I, I'm with you on that front. I think when you possess Hedman, you have Vasilevsky, the best goalie on the planet. You have Kucherov, the season he's having, Stamkos point. The, the list goes on and on. Like, Tampa is a juggernaut. There's no doubt about it. I just wonder about their pathway to getting back to the Stanley Cup final for the fourth consecutive season. It's going to be difficult, in my opinion. So, Such Nick, here's what's, yeah, Nick, here's what's interesting, and, and you bring up a valid point, and yeah. it's why I think Tampa has so much value. Everybody's got the same predicament in the East. I mean, yeah. right now, Boston would get the Florida Panthers, who they just lost to when they went through that Florida road trip right before the All-Star break. That's not going to be an easy out, like, the Hurricanes yeah. would get, I think, the Islanders. It is like so. I, I think I don't know that anyone, you know, will get like a favorable path out of the East. No, it's going to be tough. And I should add too that Boston just made a trade about half an hour ago. They picked up Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway from Washington. So I wonder if you start fading the Capitals a bit because that to me just tells uh, tells you that they're they're saying, hey, we're unlikely to make the playoffs. Uh, we're going to sell off and look towards the future. But yeah. I think you look at Boston specifically, like they're having a historic season. I think you look at their numbers, guys, and I would throw, I think it was on these airwaves a couple of weeks ago that I'm probably fading Boston. I don't like the value. I don't like the money. I don't like the total where it's at right now. Uh, you know, considering I can't even remember the last time a President's Trophy winner won the Stanley Cup. I think it's been like a decade. So while this is a great story in 82 regular season games, I think we figured out and found out so many times in the NHL world, anything can happen in a seven game series. So I think it starts with Boston. Carolina's a juggernaut too. Tampa's incredible. The New York Rangers has mentioned everything they've done the last little while. It really, really is an arms race. And I was talking to a friend earlier today that maybe like a decade ago, it was all about Los Angeles. It was all about Chicago, Nashville, San Jose. I know Pittsburgh wins those back-to-back cups. St. Louis wins the cup. Everything seems to be going through the Eastern Conference now. So it certainly shifted the last little while. Now, where I do think, and we have Nick Alberga here uh, talking a little hockey with your boy Puck Shradamus and Ben Wilson <laughs> filling in for Tim Murray tonight, where I do think there's value is the West. And let's mm-hmm. do this, because I think Colorado still is the best team, but I don't trust yep. Georgiev and, and Frank Cruz. Those guys are beatable in goal. So let's take Colorado out. If you eliminate them just for the sake of how can we make money, there's a lot of value on everyone else. Like, where do you sit with the rest of the West? 
So I think if you want to, you, you want to be a big time gambler. Like I do think there's crazy value in the Calgary flames, but number one, they have to get to the Stanley cup playoffs. If they get there, they're going to be a scary team. Let me take you back to last summer. They pull off the big trade with the Florida Panthers. Matthew Kachuk goes there. They pick up Jonathan Huberto. They pick up Mackenzie Weger. That team is built to be successful in the Stanley cup playoffs. Having said that it's been a very disappointing season, but I think if you're looking for value, Maybe you take a stab on the Calgary Flames because I, I think, again, if they get there, there's a pathway. Uh, the other team, obviously, is in Alberta, too. It's the Edmonton Oilers. They went to the conference final last year. Their goaltending's much better. I'm curious to see if they can add at least one defenseman between now and the deadline, but I love their depth up front. Evander Kane's in the mix. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is having a career year. So is Zach Hyman. Yeah, the best player on the planet in Connor McDavid, followed by the next best player probably on the planet in Leon Dreisettle. <laughs> there are reasons to like the Edmonton Oilers. So I'd probably have those three teams or those two teams aside from Colorado in my conversation. Um, to an extent, I like Dallas. I'm not really crazy about the Vegas Golden Knights. So those are probably the teams yeah. I would bring up. And I wouldn't sleep on the Winnipeg Jets either. But again, a lot of that is contingent on what they can do between now and the deadline. Last President's Trophy winner to win the Stanley Cup. 2013 Chicago Blackhawks, which was also a lockout yeah. shortened season. So it's been, I, a, I, it's exactly. been a decade. I, I want to believe in the Flames. I think they skate with ankle weights on, man. They look so slow <laughs> yeah. when they play an elite skating team. Um, it's unbelievable. Yeah. In our last uh, 30 seconds here, Nick, favorite play for you on the card tonight? Uh, favorite play, I like the over Vancouver and St. Louis. Um, I'm not really big into numbers, but when Vancouver's hit the over in 11 straight games, I keep going to that well <laughs> until it doesn't hit, guys. So that's my play, that's the fair. over St. Louis, Vancouver. Great stuff. Uh, six and a half there, and that's uh, you still can find that juiced at minus 140. Give him a follow at the Golden Muzzy. Nick Alberga joining us right now on Beeson Primetime. Thanks as always, Nick. Great to have you on. Take care, guys. All right, Puckstradamus has spoken. The Golden Muzzy has spoken. Yeah. Now it's time for all these games to get underway. We'll talk some final NBA closing lines and some NFL draft movement when we return. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 